Welcome to the Linting from Lent podcast brought to you by Shambly Methodist Church. I'm Eric Lee, one of the pastors. And I'm Stacy Rushing, the other pastor. We're excited to join you on this journey for a seven episode podcast where we are going to be discovering joy and Lent together. And our inspiration for this podcast is a book by Max O. Vincent, Because of This I Rejoice. We hope you will all pick up a copy and join us in this conversation. So Eric, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our final episode of our podcast for Lent that we've been calling Lenting from Lent, uh, just because where Lent usually is a time for so for solemnity and uh, some quiet and even sacrifice, uh, it feels like we've been living in that for the past year. So we've taken this opportunity of this Lenten season to focus more on the joy of Lent. And, you know, we've been reading and following along in Max Vincent's book, Because of This I Rejoice, which is based off of the book of Philippians in the New Testament. And uh, this week, we're looking at the chapter called Joyful Giving, and I'm thankful, as always, to have Pastor Stacy with me. And today, our special guest is Maggie Victorio. Maggie's one of those newest members of our church, and she helps to plan and lead worship as a vocalist at nine o'clock in our modern service. And so uh, we've asked Maggie to join us so that we could talk together for a little while with you about Joyful Giving. So Maggie, I want to start off, I wonder if you'd share with us a little bit about growing up in the church and how you learned about giving. What did that practice look like for you as a child? Yeah, no, I, I've been in church all my life. And as I, I, I've told both of you, I, I was the one who was in church on Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, and then choir rehearsal, you know, the whole gamut. Um, and very early on, you know, it was kind of instilled in me, um, the joy of giving, you know, I remember asking my father numerous times on our way to church, daddy, can, can I have some money to give to Jesus? So it was always, it was always very sweet. And, you know, all my life, it, you know, I saw my father give, um, that 10%, mo- you know, monetarily, but even as a servant, my parents were beautiful servants in the church, you know, um, uh, helping the homeless and, and giving back. And so it's always been this, you know, almost, I hate to say ingrained, but it's always been a part of me uh, of giving because Christ gave. And, and that's really how my parents saw it and how I've seen it growing up. And, and as a child, you know, even singing, uh, you know, my mom always reminded me that it was a gift and, you know, giving back of my, of my voice in church and to others and blessing them with that is, is a form of, of, of me giving. Um, so it, it was definitely, a, it's always been a part of my life. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to say a thank you to your mom for teaching you to give <laughs> with your voice because you bless us oh, every Sunday. You. Um, that really is. That's, that's a gift you have. And I appreciate yeah. that you give it. And I appreciate you pointed out that how, all the different ways we give. You know, yeah. as we give to Christ, as we give back to God and, and give as a way to bless other people. I, right. I think that's helpful, Maggie, for us to know that giving, it's a spiritual matter and it's, it's, it's more than money. Uh, right. It definitely is inclusive of that, uh, but, but really it's something deeper uh, about who we are in Christ and what the Spirit of God does in us uh, to make us generous, to want to give back and give to others, and also um, giving out of gratitude, right? And, and thankfulness yeah. for what God has done and blessed us with, which I hear you saying you learned from an early age. Yeah. Uh, 
It, yeah. it, you reminded me, Maggie, of my daughter, um, of course, having a pastor for a father, she was like you, she was in church every time, you know, the doors yeah. open kind of thing. And, um, and we had planted a church. Um, this has been several years ago, but we were part of a church plant and we met in a shopping center. And as the church grew, we had to start using more and more of the shopping center space. And then there was a time where we borrowed space from a neighbor that wasn't open on Sundays. And we set up our children's ministry stuff in there. But during the week, we had to take it all out and we stored it in a trailer behind the shopping center. And our trailer got stolen one time. Actually, twice the trailer got stolen. We might should have picked a better location. But um, but one time we got the trailer back, one time we didn't. But anyway, we were raising money in the church to replace the trailer and its contents. And again, it was mostly children's stuff. And at this time, my daughter was she was early elementary school age. And um, we had been talking about it in church one Sunday. And so we were at home Sunday after that Sunday afternoon. And Abby, that's my daughter, she came uh, over to me and she was carrying her little coin purse. It was a ladybug, like a sequined ladybug coin purse that she had been collecting coins in that, you know, I imagine she used that stuff to buy things when she would go to the store. She wanted a piece of gum or whatever. But uh, but she brought me her coin purse and she said, here, daddy, I want to help uh, get the trailer back and gave me, so cute. gave me her coin purse to put in the offering. And uh, I said, Abby, you know, we're, we're trying to raise money and it's going to be expensive. And thank you for this. But you don't need to do that. And she said, daddy, I want to. She said, she said, all of those things have um, been good for me and I want to help replace them so they can be good for other kids. And I That's just so saw the. Yeah, the sweetness of that, the sincerity of that, that she had been blessed and wanted to be a blessing. And it's like a um, child, right? Yeah, right. And it and it was the amount of money wasn't, although that was a lot of money to her, it was all the money that she yeah. had. Um, it, it it wasn't a whole lot of money, but it was more the spirit that she was Absolutely. giving. Away. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. I've saved the coin purse. Um, I did not put it in the offering. I have not told her that. So if she's listening, <laughs> sorry, Abby. Uh, I love you. Thank you for that sweet gift and, and I appreciate Aww. your spirit, but I kept it to remind myself, you know, as, it's an object that. lesson for me uh, about the joy that she had such a smile on her face, the joy yeah. of giving. Yeah. Yeah. And as a child, it's so, I hate to say it's easy, but you know, again, you, you being around everything that you see, you know, Christ doing and, and everything in the church, you, you want to be a part of that. And that's your little way of, of giving that, you know, so very sweet. Very cute. Yeah. yeah I know y'all are both talking about, it. I was thinking when I, when I have seen children model giving in church, they do, they have such a pride and mm -hmm. so that they, they can make these bigger things happen. And uh, I often wonder what happens in our lives to make us move from that place of where we just can't wait to run up to the offering plate. We can't wait to give that money to where we're like, oh, yeah. I don't know, bottom line, can I, and we start to negotiate, right? We start saying, right. how much do I really have to give? Right. Like here you have a kid with 50 cents, they could easily take 25 of that and buy some bubble gum, but they don't even blink or bat an eye right. to give all of it right. to the church. And right. here we have adults dealing with larger volumes going like, ah, I don't know. I really could use yeah. that to do something fun. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, and before our podcast, we were talking like, what is that? Right. You know, in my mind, I've certainly dealt with that, you know, being in church and, and, and growing up in that and seeing, you know, what's gone on in the world. And I'm always wondering, is it, is it because my, my mindset of the, my reality is different, right? You know, I'm not sheltered under my, my parents anymore. So there's not that, 
that security um, aspect of giving, right? It, it, and I jokingly say, it's not my dad's 50 cents anymore. <laughs> right? it's, 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 my, it's my hard earned money. But, it, but again, I think it's a mindset because, you know, even saying what I just said, it's mine. It's really not, right? Um, so to me, it's just, a, it's a mindset that almost shifts. But sometimes you have to do that reshifting at times mm -hmm. to, to take you back to, you know, you know, what God has done. And, but it is, it's, it's a total shifting that happens from an early age to, to, you know, where we are now in your life. Yeah. And I, I think um, about giving as a child and remember my own experience and watching children give, like you said, Stacy, that um, it's, it seems like children give not only with such joy, but faith. I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. you just put it in their terms and understand it at their level. They give so freely and joyfully they, and they're trusting that what they're giving toward is good and godly and holy and that, that it will be a blessing, you know, and that it will honor God. You know, I think there's so much freedom and, and faith and trust that kids give with. And I wonder if that, to your question, I wonder if that is part of that shift, Maggie, like you said, that as we get older, we start to question and, and maybe we see things that we don't necessarily agree with, or we think mm -hmm. it should have gone this way, but it went that, or we would have prioritized differently, or nobody right. asked me my opinion. And right. so, you know, we start to conditionalize um, our giving. And, and, and I wonder, I, I wonder if we give with less freedom and, and I hate to say it, but maybe even less trust and faith that, yeah. um, that our gift is going to be used by God to be a right. blessing, even, even if it doesn't go exactly the way we Absolutely. think it should. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think it's that, so money is definitely <clears throat> power, right? In our society, you know, I'll speak from the context we're speaking from. And, and I, I think sometimes when we withhold our money, it's a way to show our power. But what we don't realize is not only does money show our power to other people, money has power over us. And in mm -hmm. some ways, when we give joyfully, we break free of that. God breaks the power right. money has in our lives and brings us joy. And right. I think if we can just get to that place where we realize there's more freedom in letting go than in holding right. on, we could get back to that place where we were as kids, where that, that wasn't a burden to us. It was a joy yeah. to bring that money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not, and, and, you know, we're talking monetary, but even of your servant, of your time, right. You know, I, I, I think even as adults, you, you, you hoard your time sometimes, right. Like, Hey, I I'm playing tennis. I don't have time to go serve, you know, um, at, at church for this, this service, something of the nature, your time is, your, your time is, I use 10, use tennis for Pastor Eric's sake. You're but, calling me out, Maggie? I see out. my tennis rackets right back here. <laughs> He's feeling the sting. He's, He's convicted. Right. <laughs> Sorry, a little jab there. But no, I think, I think you know, not just monetarily, but even your time and your, your serving of, of Christ too, you can take that control. It's all, you know, my time, you know, to, to, to use at my own leisure as opposed to, you know, giving and serving. Well, so. and Stacy. That just makes me think about something you said about, you know, our perspective on abundance and scarcity too. Like mm -hmm. when we say it's my time, it's my money or whatever, it's, you know, as if there's a finite amount of it. Right. It's true. 
Well, and it's, it's almost as if we don't trust that God could do something great with whatever we can bring, right? right. Like, I don't have an entire week to give to a mission trip. I don't have time to serve God. Yeah. Yeah. Where we know that if we could give God five seconds, God could do something amazing. Yes. Same thing with money. I mean, I've seen, I've been in churches where we've had a project that had to happen or, or in this case, as our preschool would shut down and the number was here and, and our annual budget was down here. And we all thought there's no way God can make this happen. And it did. It was put a little bit in God's hands and God will make it happen. And Absolutely. it was yeah such a miracle. And it wasn't because we had a big donor that wrote a massive check. It was everyone giving whatever they could, including some children in the church. And suddenly this project that seemed insurmountable was done. You know, and I think it's the same with our time. We think, man, I can't give an extraordinary amount of time. I can't become mother Teresa. Right. Right. I just won't do it at all. You know? Yeah. 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 And isn't there something there about joy that when you see God do something that you couldn't do or that you didn't think possible. Um, Like, I think that's where we find deep joy. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's something if we say, Oh, there's a need and okay, I can knock that out. No problem. You know, and we we take care of it and it's done. Then we've done it. You know, like, I, I think, I think that just that minimizes or limits our opportunity to experience the joy of God. Right. And when we, if only can pitch in a little bit or, or help a portion or a piece, but somehow as we all do that, the loaves and fishes kind of way, God turns something amazing out of it. Then, then I think we know joy in a new way, right? right? The joy of giving. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a question that's posed in the book of, you know, who do you think kind of exemplifies that joy is giving in your life? Right. And, you know, tying back to, even viewing and seeing other people give of their time and and just the miraculous things that God has done. You know, I, I find joy in, in the the past of seeing what my parents have done. You know, they are examples to me of, of joyful giving, of faithless giving, you know, of, of, or sacrificial giving, right. You know, they, um, there's a, this moment in my life where I remember coming home and they, um, had opened up our, you know, very small home of three bedroom, one bath home, you know, that's so tiny, it was so tiny um, to this family who had become homeless. And this family had, I promise you, at least 10 kids and they were living in their car. Hmm. And these were, this was the family we knew from church. And of course my parents heard of this and they took the family in. So I remember coming home and seeing all these individual kids, this laying, laying on our, our living room floor. And that in my mind to this day is, is this example of a family who, and parents who really knew how to give, not just monetarily, because at times they didn't have it, but of what they had, you know, of a home. We had a roof over our head. This family did not, you know, my parents, and that's just one example of what my parents over, over my, my lifetime have been you know, these, these givers to the church and to the community. Um, you know, there's times when my mother stops continuously to, to help them homeless people on the side of the road. And in my mind, you know, again, she's not giving of, of money, you know, just because it's easy to do sometimes hand someone money to go get food, but she's given of her time, you know, she's stopping at the dollar, the dollar general and, and buying them toiletries and buying them socks. You know, that is beautiful giving in my mind. 
and giving that you don't see much of, but at the same time, it and just seeing it is, is joyous in my mind. And, you know, I hope one day to be, <laughs> have a big heart as, as that, but that in my mind is an example of beautiful giving, not just joyous giving. So I loved this section where, you know, that question came, came about. So my parents, yeah. I love that example, Maggie. I'm hearing that just like the life that comes through Christ and then is born out in people's giving and then just continues because, you know, I hear in that story, like, I don't know if you do know what happened with that family, but oftentimes we give it, the question isn't what will happen in the long term, but can I plant a seed right here? Right. Let the light of Christ shine through my life for these people trusting that it's going to flourish from there. And then, you know, I believe that they have probably made a wonderful impact on that family and right that they're giving their generosity has maybe modeled that for someone else. And what hits me about joyful giving is sometimes it's the hardest thing. And in church, we like to talk about it the least. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like an NPR ask, right? Like if you yeah. enjoy the member supported station, please. That's right. That's right. But the thing about giving in churches, we're not a member supported station. What we're asking is that if God has made a difference in your life, that you help make a difference in someone else's life. Like Absolutely. that's the source of giving. And that's Absolutely. what I hear in that story, Maggie, that, that touches yeah. my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny to this day. I remember that family. And again, I was probably seven. So that was 40 something years ago. And I was seven and it, the family, the champions, I remember that family, their, their last name was champion. So if you even think about it and, and my dad talks about them frequently because he, he stays in contact with, with the father, but yeah, the champion family, I'll never forget them. Yeah. And I think that's the value of naming and remembering and recognizing the examples of joyful giving or generosity that that we see and experience, right, is because it, it can be an inspiration for us, it, but it's also a testimony to, yeah. because there's, there's a reason your parents are that generous, you mm-hmm. know, and, and give with such joy. And, and it's because what God has done in their lives. And so, you know, it, 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 it's a witness. It, and for us right. to name it and recognize it and remember it um, is to is to claim the faithfulness of God, you know, and, and name it again for where we've seen it and, um, and seen it with such joy. And then it inspires us to be a part of that. Like you said, Stacey, the giving just can continue in that way. It makes me think in the book, Max says that Philippians is sometimes like called the thankless letter because we know that the people of Philippi gave some gift, but Paul never says like, thank you for the gift you gave. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Say thanks in it. But and what Max says in the book is like, that's not the point. The point of giving is not to have someone thank you or thank recognize you. you or throw you a ticker tape parade. The right. thing you get from giving is that joy that you get in your own life. Right. That feeling that you've made a difference, that you've contributed, even if it's in a small way. Right. To good in the world. Yeah. Which he also names you know, the Philippians gave to God. You know, they didn't necessarily give to Paul. They were giving to God and to God's ministry in the world through Paul, which I think is helpful in the local church too, for, for folks to know that when we give, we're giving to God. You know, when Stacy, you or I call for the offering as a part of worship, we're not asking people to give to us, uh, right. you know, give to me or give, give to the staff or whatever. I mean, part of what people give funds salaries, yes, for, for ministers at the church to hopefully 
inspire and equip and mobilize people in ministry, right? So, so we're we're calling people to give to God, not to us. And I, I think that's helpful too, um, to be mindful of where the gift is truly directed. Right. Absolutely. Well, I have enjoyed this conversation with you all today. You've made what can be a difficult topic really enjoyable. And Maggie, thank you for sharing. Uh, your story. Thank you for sharing every Sunday with us. As Eric said, we are so blessed by you. I just, I can see uh, the good example of your parents and the the light that has, sh- has shown through them shining through you now. And mm, so I'm that's sweet. You. That's sweet. My mother always said before I left the house, let your light shine. <laughs> and it, it, it was, it's true. It wasn't until I reached my stage in life where I am now, where I realized in your head what she really meant. You know, because you can you, sure, mom, whatever, mom, you know, but um, but you really know. So it is it is. I was blessed with some great parents. So awesome. yeah. thank you for sharing them with us today. I'm wondering if it, if I could impose on you to uh, say a prayer for us today. Would love to. Yeah. Dear God, we uh, I so enjoyed this time with Pastor Eric and Pastor Stacy, and, and I thank you for their lives. I thank you for Shambly, Lord God, and and how we're giving back to our community, back to each other. Um, but Lord, regardless, I love what you've done for us, and and with this time, the the, the topic of giving, we give with a thankful heart, uh, we give with a joyous heart. And, and Lord, I, I thank you as, as those who are watching, um, give of their time and, and give of their, their, uh, their faith to you, Lord Jesus. And again, I thank you for this time that we've shared. And I pray that as we go along our, our way, Lord God, that we will not forget who the true giver is. You are the giver of life. You are the giver of, of our, our peace and of our, of our hope, Lord Jesus, in this world. So we thank you. Um, for that. I thank you for that. And in your precious and holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Maggie, please tell your parents that we said we're thankful for you. Thank them. (laughs) I'll make sure I let them watch this podcast. Perfect. (laughs) Well, this is our final episode of our Linting from Lent podcast. So Hopefully there will be time for us to have some more conversations in the future. Uh, so stay tuned, but thank you for everyone who has um, been, been a part of this with us. And thank you, Eric, for being along for the ride and Maggie for joining us today. Take care and have a blessed Holy Week. You too. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Linting from Lent, brought to you by Shambly Methodist Church. Uh, There'll be a new episode that'll drop every Wednesday between now and Easter. So be sure and check back and listen in. And there's also some other things you can do to be a part of this conversation. Stacey, what else can they do? Well, if you want to know more about Because of This, I Rejoice, either the book or if you want to keep the discussion going with a small group at Chamblee UMC, you can check out our episode notes and click on the link. Be sure and come back next Wednesday and pick up in this conversation about how we're discovering joy this Lent season. Bye-bye. Bye.